0: When it's 3 p.m., Jess and Renee both want an afternoon treat. So they go to McDonald's for icy, cool frozen drinks and Minute Maid slushies. Only Jess's favorite is frozen Coke, while Renee's is pink lemonade slushy. But it's cool. They respect each other's choice. It's not just a drink. It's a McDonald's drink.
1: Make your summer pop with a Minute Maid slushie, frozen Coke, or frozen Fanta, like Wild Cherry and Blue Raspberry, starting at $1.59. Prices and participation may vary limited time only.
2: Welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and David. Dave Stevens, David Sterling, I'm Tony Perbonanzi. We're coming today from uh, Prize Brewing Company in lovely Minneapolis, right on the riverfront here. Uh, we have, David and I have been here before. Uh, we were here with the uh, with Thunderwall, right, Dave?
0: Dave? Uh, yes. it was, yeah, it was. It right. was back in April. I actually yeah. wanted to go back yeah, and Rob check that. Robin Nate, we here. And check that were... episode out, just because I wasn't able to. It's a great
2: episode. We had zombie talk in that episode. We got really into it with Robin Nate.
3: Yeah, it was yeah, good. Nate had a lot of. Uh... Added stuff. Yeah, he, uh, did. he
0: did. And then I, I came back around the Fourth of July because I had to check. What do they call it? Uh, featherball. Featherball. Yes, yeah. And, featherball. and you guys had made reference to it on the last podcast, and I was like, "Oh, feather bowling." I was yeah. like, "What is that?" So I had to try it, and I, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's a nice space. I love it. It is. It.
2: Um, again, I, thanks to Prize for letting us come out here. Uh, Mike, the bartender, giving us some beers to start off with. Uh, it's Miraculum's. It's like their main beer. It's their seven-year anniversary of when they started brewing it. Um, so they have done. They've had some events going on. They have, I think, five or six different versions of Miraculum. I got the black cherry one. It is fantastic. Little hint of black cherry in there along with the IPA.
0: So, so when you say five or six versions, you're not talking about like adding some kind of syrup or this is this is they brew them that way. They brew them that way. Five yeah, five they they decided versions.
2: because of their anniversary, they decided to brew different versions of it. Gotcha. Um, so uh, yeah, they have the black cherry they've got. I think apricot. They got a bunch of different ones uh you guys went with some uh stouts
0: yeah it just kind of had kind of the more kind of early morning feel to it uh i got their dublin dry stout i guess what i like about it what caught my eye right away is it's on nitro yeah and uh that just just adds this smooth uh smooth flavor
3: yeah and i i did the same thing and I, I i'm a huge nitro stout man mm-hmm. i mean yeah i i'll get that anytime i go anywhere uh I love nitro beers in general. That's um, some good nitros. Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. It's nice, and, yeah. nice and coffee kind of Coffee-ish. roasted. Sure, it's good stuff. I wish yeah. there was a way you could get nitros in a growl Series, yeah, it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic,
2: yeah. but. Um, Today, over at Prize, actually next door, is the Minneapolis Bouldering Project. And I was yeah. warned that parking was going to be a little tight around here. Uh, it wasn't tight. It was uh, Almost crazy. Almost non-existent, obscene. you could say. I guess they have a competition. I looked it up. They have a competition going on with a bunch of different uh, climbers today. So that's why there's a ton of cars. David and I parked uh, probably a couple blocks away. Yeah. Dave, you parked a couple blocks yes, away. Yes, I did, quarter of a mile. Uh, exactly. So it's crazy. Nobody really in the brewery right now. They're all next door doing their climbing stuff. So. Yeah, is this
0: right outside? I didn't see where everybody been. It's a was. building oh, right oh, back yeah, here, gotcha yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah so. you
3: know, and they've got the garage door open here today. Uh, I mean, I guess later today it's going to be fantastic to be yeah. out drinking beer yeah. outside. Right well, now it's a little chilly. Yet.
2: I wouldn't be surprised at all if this place gets bumping later in the day when these bouldering people start coming over here after their competitions right. and start having some drinks, but... Uh, again prize is a great place We're right on the riverfront um great location i've enjoyed it the first time i came here i'm enjoying it today so yeah uh we do have a new segment on the podcast we do it is uh what mood is dave in today <laughs> yes okay now
3: and now, by Dave's reaction, he forgot. Yeah, that forgot that about it. Well, no, I didn't forget.
0: I didn't forget <laughs> yeah. about it. I just thought. I thought we were going game by game, and how was, how I was oh. feeling by oh, each kind um, of game, specifically before the match started. I think
2: it's the start of the podcast. just see what kind of mood. You're in. Okay. just take the kind of the temperature of what's going on. Now, Dave has two moods when it comes to. I've got
0: much more than two moods. In two well,
2: parts. when it comes to United, he has two moods. Yes, he's got Downer Dave. Downer Dave, and he's got Dreamer Dave. Mm-hmm. So I ask you, Dave. What
0: mood are you in today? Downer or dreamer? You know, as we sit here in prize, about to record the proper recording of podcast, I'm definitely in the dreamer Dave kind of mind. I really feel that way. I think, you know, and hey, you know, coming off a couple good results lately, Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're talking about the team or just what we're doing in general, pretty happy. Yeah. Dreamer Dave, I'd say.
3: Coming out of Sunday's game against Portland, which we're about to talk about. Yes. What were you at that point?
0: Well, um, I, I see. This is kind of funny. I would have said I was in Dreamer Dave state at that point, coming in and out of that Portland game. Yeah, but definitely. you would, you I think, describe me as downer Dave. You were down before Dave. the game because yeah. I yeah. I, had, I had predicted a, a draw as the, for that Portland game, and so yeah. it, it kind of. I think by the end of that game, and I, I rewatched it because I had to miss some of it last week, and I rewatched it last night, and um, quite frankly, I'm. I'm I was fine with that draw, that point on the road. I think if you would have told me they were going to get a point on the road uh, at that point, whether you told me the day before the game or a month before the game, I think I would have taken that result. So I think overall for the last, you know, I was kind of downer Dave in Atlanta after the match, even though the the Loons were big underdogs. But I I think for the last few weeks I've been kind of in the dreamer Dave state.
2: Well, this is going to get interesting because, you know, we're going to go through the end of the season and then we get to the playoffs. So... Dave's moves will change and then we get to the off season and it really won't matter what's going on with, with the loons, it'll matter what's going on in Dave's life, really. Yes. Right. Well, Dreamer and Downer Dave, depending on what's going on.
3: Yeah. That'll be interesting that'll make for some interesting episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Might be some uh, psychology type of thing is going right. on. Yeah. Might well, have uh, to pull
3: out of A Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla. Yeah, they might have to to do
2: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: If I if I if I start coming out with you know Downer Dave a couple episodes in a row, then that's when you have to start to worry (laughs) because that's not my normal state of mind. Really, I'm usually in the uh, dreamer state. That is true. Let's go.
2: Um, So let's talk. Let's go back to the Portland game from last was it last Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So we went in this game. I think all of us did. We all predict a win. In this I game? Or just you, mentioned you I, predicted predicted
0: the, a, I predicted a, 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 a draw. One, a one I didn't get one. the. I didn't get the. the I got the result. I didn't. Yeah. I predicted one one. It yeah. was 0-0 zero, zero scoreless. Obviously, but uh, and, I and went, actually, I, sorry, go ahead, tell him. Sorry,
2: I went bold because after our win against RSL, I thought we were like, oh, this is now we're we're driving towards the playoffs. Right. This is and we could have. Clinch the playoff berth in Portland
0: with right? a win. yes. With a win, and and maybe that's why you predicted that scoreline. line. Yes. Um, I I think um, I, I look back at the two matches in in at Allianz basically mm-hmm. against Portland earlier in the year. Obviously, they were within three days of each other. Yeah, uh, you had the MLS game, and then shortly followed was it two, three days later by the U.S. Open Cup semifinal. And yeah, both of those games were one goal games. Obviously, the Loons winning both of them. Yep. but I, I thought they were very close games, and I just because they were going on the road to Portland, I had to kind of even it out a little bit. Sure. That's how I got to that draw.
3: And I don't remember what my prediction was. It was a win, but I don't yeah. remember what
0: it was. It was it was either two two one or two zero. It was something. In that. Mine was mine oh. was three nil. Yeah, it I wasn't was going as, all. It wasn't the- yeah, as big you were as that. Over the top.
2: I was Dreamer Dave on that point. Yes. right there. Um. So we go into this game, we know we can clinch a playoff spot if we win it. Right. The first half, I mean, we came out, I think both teams kind of looked, there was a lot of back and forth, there was some flatness there. We weren't seeing kind of the the excitement in the team, I think. I, I don't know how to put it, but there was something missing.
3: Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it, it overall was... Uh very flat mm-hmm. uh, we we seem to get bogged down in the midfield a bit um and I feel like that had a I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna trigger Dave here <laughs> uh, I feel like that had a lot to do with the the movement between Lude and Cantero and the non-existence of communication yep uh I I just, I feel like Robin is still trying to figure out how to play soccer. And at his age, he should probably know by now. You know, but,
0: I mean, (laughs) it's a cliche you hear too often, and maybe I shouldn't even bring it up. But, I mean, we're talking about the MLS compared to, you know, Europe. Right. It's a different league. It's a different style. It it is a different league. And I'm not going to keep banging that drum. I won't, so I'll stop now. But uh, I was, we were talking before we started recording, and I just think with Lude, I know... Uh, we might bring it up later re- with regards to his compensation, but I mean, I just feel like he's been in position for a lot of, yeah, for a lot of chances, and I just don't think they fall fallen his way. I, I, I think the movement's been there. I, he's struggled with everything, really, but I, I think his distribution has been okay. I, I'm not saying he's a great passer, but I just feel like he's been in the spots. he's been creating opportunities. Um, that just haven't worked out. Yeah, and I think
3: I, I would say he's a fantastic passer.
0: Well, yeah, within reason.
2: If he can kick it to Darwin,
3: I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think his his numbers are. If I recall from earlier this week, eighty five percent short passes, eighty six percent long oh. passes. Yeah, I mean he he's a good passer. However, context always matters when you're talking statistics. Mm-hmm. And it, when you look at his his overall distribution, the vast majority of it is sideways short passes. Yes. Um, you know, backwards short passes.
2: When he gets, what I notice when he gets the ball, there's not a lot of forward-looking passes. A yeah. lot of side-to-side side or back. That's and, it. It,
3: and that can be a sign of apprehension. Yes. I mean, and I think we I've been less less appropriately giving him some time as I should. Uh, last year, you know, I was all about Angelo giving him time to mm-hmm. acclimate. I haven't been that way with Robin, and it, that's on me. I should be, but it's. It, it seems like there's a lot of issue with him just not being prepared for the league.
2: Reminds me a little bit of Schuler. Remember Schuler? How he'd be robotic? Yes. A little bit. Lude reminds me a little bit of that because when Schuler would get the ball, he'd always be – he was apprehensive about what he yeah, wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. Lude looks the same ways a lot of the time. Yeah,
0: I, Tony, I think that's a good point. I, and He's I'll just get, a little I'll, bit more fluid yeah, I'll yeah. give I think that's a good point Tony and but I think he's been in position and just it just hasn't worked out like I don't want, I don't mean to jump ahead in this game too much but like yeah. Lou did have, you know, a, a headed attempt at goal that he he just missed. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a good effort. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a, had a pretty decent run really and then ended up skying a ball. That yeah. wasn't too pretty. Yeah. But again, those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. I think those those goals are going to come. Yeah. And I think his 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 work his work distributing the ball and, and being in the space and being in the proper spaces. The uh, there there was a out. moment
3: and I I usually put down times in my notes that stuff happens and apparently this which game one you I decided for? not to. Um, but there was a moment in the first half where um, I this was actually a knock on Toy. Uh, mm-hmm. Toy decided to take a shot uh, from the from the left side. Uh, completely missed, but he had Lude and Darwin coming into the box. Yep. And Lude's run into the box was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, both Darwin and his runs were were really quite good. And it, Toy missed it, and that's that's an example of what Dave's saying mm-hmm. you know, he does find himself in the right positions. In this case, Toy failed to to acknowledge that he was there, which I would add could be. A number of things, either it's an example of toys youth, yes, or it's an example of toy not trusting Lude, which and, can happen
2: a lot. And well, I mean, we talked about this when new players are coming before. There's a communication thing. There's an experience thing with the guys you're playing with, right? That works into how you play. And Lude, I don't think he has that with the guys well, yet. Right, yeah, and so maybe we'll see it happen where he becomes more integrated into the whole system, and guys are going to be more. Yeah, After you know. where he's going to be and things like that.
3: And it, and that was a that was a big thing in this in this game against Portland is um, I think I said to you guys a couple times on text that the midfield was getting bogged down. Mm-hmm. And it was because Lou kept drifting inside. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't communicating with Darwin. So all of a sudden you had you had Molino on the right, you had Darwin in the center and you had Wood mm-hmm. in the center and <clears> there was nothing on the left and every Thing was happening on the right side and right there were just too many people exactly and it you know if you're going to switch it up fantastic I mean that's the yeah. nice thing about the 4-2-3-1 is it's you it's can really sw- fluid you can switch it midfield. up yeah. but you know if Darwin's not going to switch sides which he's not right it's not it's not really going to work there no <laughs> I mean and so there there were a lot of issues with uh,
0: a clogged midfield in Portland
2: um so, let's kind of get through this Portland game, real yep. quickly, guys, because it was just, very, it was nil nil.
0: Yeah, just just a couple of, you know things. It was nice to uh, have Gasper back after suspension for this one, so. which
2: we're going to talk about in the next game yes. because uh, <laughs> old Chase came out again. The, I, I had the, to get
0: that little poke in. in so I mean, Gasper <laughs> just returned to the Portland game <laughs> after suspension. But uh, anyways, uh, no, I just I just looking down at my notes. If we're going to move through the game quickly, I mean, obviously. I think we know who our man of the match was at the end of it, but, I mean, I had in my yeah. notes in, in the first eight, ten minutes, uh, Minone had already come up with some nice saves. And I I don't think Portland, I don't think the teeth of their attack, so to speak, was too too sharp. Well, they were missing. Who were they? Well, Valeri was not in the starting he line. He
2: wasn't in the starting line, but he came in he came, he came in, like, in late at, late. at the hour mark. Yeah. But the weird thing was the the uh, the sub in and out, they got, was Fernandez? Yes. Yep. They, Fernandez went out for him. Yeah. And we were talking on text. Now, why the hell would you take out the best your best well, player and replace them with your other best tw- player?
0: Tw- I mean, twelve went on a rant exactly yeah. like that. that. I listened to it just last night. Yeah, it's
2: like you're trying to win this game. I think Portland still has had a, has a chance, or did they have oh, a chance? Still, I well, mean,
3: they're they're in playoffs right now.
2: Yeah, but they were like
3: they were just on the edge. On the edge. they
2: were
0: outside looking in so going into that. You're game.
2: outside looking in. You gotta get. You want to get three points out of this game.
0: The only thing I would say to that is, um, and I think it was brought up in the broadcast, is that you know Portland is in a stretch of ten home games. They're right in the middle of a stretch of ten yeah. home games, and th- I guess you could maybe th- blame it on tired legs, and that's really yeah. the only excuse that I but guess still, think anybody would take.
3: It, you know, you you're in the midst of ten home games. Yeah, and to
0: mm-hmm. your point, to your point, I made the, made a note of this, and they they had. They're in that right in the middle mm-hmm. of that, and they Portland had actually lost four of six games at home. Yeah, yeah they've and, been awful. And right? it all mm-hmm. that ten game run at home all started after the U.S. Open Cup semi loss to yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. they came back home after that and had ten straight, and they lost four of six.
2: They so, um the way the league set it up for them this year is because of the fact they were re- renovating their right stadium. Yeah, yeah. so they got those ten, sta- which kind of I'd be kind of pissed if I was other teams in MLS. Oh yeah! I'd be like, um, I don't give a shit that you're renovating your stadium. Play somewhere else then. Right. This is crap. Why do you get ten home games in a row at the end of the season? Yeah, I mean that's when they first announced that. Well, I was like, talk
3: about talk about incredible advantage mm-hmm. because Portland is is known to be strong at home. Yeah. Prior to this season, maybe. it is. Um, so it's it's one of those things where I'm like, you're gonna give them that many games to close up the season? Yeah. At home, I mean, now who cares oh. what they do at the beginning of the season? And we, <laughs> a normal Portland should have been able to. It's take. interesting
0: yeah, you talk about their their home field advantage, which was tremendously strong going into the season. But uh, you know, I another note I had to make: we already talked about the final score of this game, so it's not really a spoiler. But uh, uh, Portland was held scoreless at home. Three this, this against Minnesota was the third time in yes, a row. Yes. Yes. Last time that happened. 2015. So it's it's yeah. yeah it's rare for a lot of teams, yeah. but especially Portland.
2: Can I, before we get out of this game, guys, and again zero zero loss. We get a point. Draw.
0: Can't oh. lose 0-0. I mean zero zero
2: draw. It might right have right. felt like a loss. It felt like a loss to me.
0: <laughs> it, it felt like a win to me. So there you go. Because uh, Dreamer Dave.
2: Because uh, you know we didn't clinch a playoff spot. Right. Yeah. We get out of this though. Now Portland, do they have? Do they always have field turf? Like the artificial stuff? That looked artificial to me.
3: I'm fairly certain that's real. I
0: it? am fairly certain it's real, too. I are can you look sure? it up while you talk about it. It looks like
3: field turf to me. It's Portland. I mean, grass looks like fake in the Pac West. I,
2: I, I get this feeling that it's field turf. Because guys are slipping aside and sliding all over the place.
0: I, I guess I don't know. Providence Park. So let's see.
2: I want to know because I thought MLS was totally against any artificial stuff.
3: I know. I mean, obviously, Century in Seattle is. Well, yeah, but, but they have to be
2: because they're football, too. I,
3: I I just thought it was an immaculate pitch. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, was, it was pretty immaculate, but I thought it was field turf.
3: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, Dave's looking it up for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we obviously have to talk veto, right? Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he had 11 saves, dude, which was a club
0: record. I. It, it is It is turf. Tony's it's right. It's, it's artificial turf. It's artificial artificial turf. turf. Now, yeah. there's just I just did a quick Google search for, uh, because of time, but uh, there's conversations of getting it, real grass in that stadium. Well, they in should that, in that in that field, but it's not at the moment. Yeah, least, there's no reason. For that at least that in last year. yeah. What
2: the hell? Um, well, let's talk about Vito in that game just a little bit before we get out of it. Um, let's go way back to the beginning where we signed him. Yes. Okay. We had conversations about. Where, where he fits into this team, yep. what he's going to be, why we got him, what kind of player is he. I, that was a very shrewd <laughs> signing by the Loons in the offseason to get Vito here on loan. It was. Because without Vito, I mean, we give a lot of props to the defense, back four. Right. But Vito is the he's the spark plug of that back four. He's the he, he's been our man of the match numerous times, um, and he's he's proven himself to be worthy of start being, for us to be purchasing his contract, I think, for next year.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's he had 11 saves against Portland. That was his 11th shutout. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, without a doubt, front runner for goalie of the year. Yeah, he should get goalie of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's the reason we are where we are, Yeah, without and a doubt.
0: He's, and I remember just thinking, coming into the season, I mean, obviously he has some history, a big history in Europe. You know, he started with Arsenal, was with Arsenal, loaned out several times. But, uh, you know, most recently, you know, he was with Sunderland, and he, I think he was with Reading, and yeah, he, So he's loaned out from Reading to Minnesota United.
3: Just to piggyback that, I, I had to look up Reading currently. Mm-hmm. So he could be potentially starting for Reading, right? Yeah. Instead, he's here. And uh, Reading is currently 20th in the championship. In, uh, the championship. Is. And second, they've second already division. allowed 12 goals in the season, which is. Looks like it's about. Fourth to, so, to last.
0: So, I mean, those are that's a conversation that needs to happen because it, it, I guess off the top of my head I don't know, and that was a question that has come up to me, is is he under contract with Redding for, through next year? He is, but um,
3: I think Redding's already said they're willing to let,
2: let him buy, buy him in, out, so. which I think we would.
0: And I think everybody that's yes. a fan of the Loons would agree that it would be the— well, Yeah, I mean, you've got, you've got
3: Dane at this point. You've had Dane putting in time at Madison. Yeah, and you, you just off season you ship up. Well, off season I would say you you unprotect. Who else do we
2: have? Actually? Is Bobby still around?
3: He is. Yeah. So you um, unprotect Bobby. So you unprotect Bobby from the yeah. expansion drafts, and you go into twenty twenty with, mm-hmm. with uh, See, Vito as number one. I think I Dane recall
2: when we started this conversation back when we signed him, I thought Vito was gonna be the stopgap for St. Clair. Well and I think he was. He was, yeah. but he's outdone himself.
3: Right. Now at this point you can't do it.
2: And now I think Dwayne's going, all right, well I got another year now <laughs> that I gotta sit behind him, which isn't a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean
3: if I, I think you you keep Dane here now. yeah, All season next year and he gets to spend his entire season learning behind. Him. Yeah. A guy like Vito. I mean, that's, he can
2: And I think next year you would see, if Vito stays, I think next year you'd see St. Clair start a couple games during the yeah, season. So. Um, more than he has. Like, Vito started every game this year, right?
3: Uh, I think Dane. Did Dane start one game? Dane did all the friendlies. The friendlies, yes. Yeah, Dane, Dane, Dane did not start an
0: MLS, MLS game team, this year. Yeah, no.
2: What about US Open? I don't think he did. No, no he did not. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, Vito's been great. Let's get into the Sporting KC match from Wednesday. Because we're now back at home. Right. We still have the opportunity to clinch a playoff spot.
3: Uh, Yeah, again, the West was very friendly to us. We dropped two points in Portland, and no one really did.
2: And not only that, but KC needs to win to stay in the playoff hunt. Correct. So both teams have something to play for here.
3: Yep, there's definitely not going to be a bog down in the defense by SKC. Nope, they can't. They nope. can't sit back. They have to. They had to. Had to play.
2: So the first half starts out now. David, you and Johnny were in the Wonderwall. We were, yeah. You guys were there, having a good time. Yes, as I can see by the text, you guys were having a great time. Uh, you uh, threatened Johnny to punch him once. Um, I did and It didn't Yeah
0: it didn't start out We should should mention by the way That Matt, Matt Beasler was out yeah. red, red card yeah. Accumulation yeah. from the, the Previous out, yeah. game And then Phil Harbor Was out yeah. due to injury I think That's it was right. a quad injury So you know Their lineup SKC's lineup Isn't maybe as strong As it could have been But
2: No but they, again um, They're fighting for a Playoff spot Yeah. And we're of course fighting to clinch
0: it. And, and we are speaking of the starting eleven. We're starting to see a little bit of a theme here with you know again no changes to the lineup. Nope. Uh, Ar and Tommy were both out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Lude starting on the left again, and uh, but just same lineup. That and we've th- seen. there's rumor
3: that Angelo's actually there's an injury
2: there. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh,
3: the great thing about MLS is apparently you can have injured players and not report them.
2: You don't have to. <laughs> not the NFL. Right. You don't have to do it. And Tommy must still have that illness that he's had for a
3: Well, year. you know, I think, yeah. I think Tommy's just the – he's not going to serve a purpose for us. No. Sure. So yeah. um,
0: we I might think, see him against you know, Seattle. This kind of cer- – yeah, speaking of – yeah, I just brought up the, the lineup. It's circling back and not having AR in the lineup and um, whatnot. But at least, you know, you have Toys emergence over the course of the season that's helped that out quite a bit, whether yeah. he's inj- whether AR is injured or not. But, I mean, going back to Portland real quick is, is – I think we're starting to see – Darwin being Darwin again, again, yeah, and no that's kind of one thing I did want to bring up, but uh, his 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 play and connection with Toy was evident in, in early on in the Portland game, yeah. and, and so it's good to see them working on that, and I think that continued into this game as well, but certainly to continue, the first half was just a bit frustrating to say the least. The first half
2: was a shit show, and um,
0: I will say this. We even got an early dreaded goal.
2: We, yeah and uh, which which let's talk about that goal for a second boy I, I was
0: just I just remember being upset at the at giving up a the lead inside of 10 minutes at home but uh, we did
2: but no after the game
0: it wasn't until after
2: the videos popped up videos came on our Twitter account yeah of views of that goal and it was an obvious handball well
3: and what's crazy is you know this happened in front of the water mm-hmm and no one noticed it. It happened so fast. And it, I think it was maybe 15, 20 minutes after the goal, I remember somebody from Trinidad Elite yelled up to somebody behind John and Dave. And John and uh, I just talked to him. It was just literally a pervert myself in third person. Uh, <laughs> John and myself yeah. saying the, the goal was a handball. Yeah, And it I didn't it, think anything of You other. know,
0: and it's interesting uh, from, like, Tony, and my my perspective we were watching it on on yeah. on, on tv yeah. it didn't i didn't think anything twice because no. it was too it happened too quick there wasn't yep. a lot of either there wasn't many replays or there was just one there was not many replays and at all. they were quick either at the wrong angle but yep. i did not think handball the announcers didn't su- nope. suggest it there was no talk of var there was no var was talk nothing.
2: it was that it was it was it, yeah. right
0: yeah and so it turns out
3: that um, they were asked the refs were asked about it. Yeah. VAR said that it was inconclusive.
2: I don't know how that's possible.
3: Which, yeah, exactly. How many
2: viewpoints do you have in VAR? You've got everything.
3: Exactly. And what's even better is, so, Sporting Kansas City posted on their Twitter account mm-hmm. a slow motion of the goal.
2: Oh, God. Well.
3: And and, and Minnesota United Twitter account yeah. responded back saying, um... Because literally, you can see it. Well, you can I see. Mean, I you can see, see the ball hit his hand, and, and his, his hand arm flaps back. Flaps. It, it flaps. It's like that is a handball. It's a handball.
2: His,
0: Hello? Like, the ball. I don't. This is up for debate, but I don't think the ball hit his leg. I think his arm might have hit his leg just from the yeah, force I, I don't of the think ball. There was any contact with anything? No. Other no. Than no. The, the arm. ball hit his yeah. arm, and but it was see, visibly but moved.
2: But in 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 in, uh, in live in the live feed. It looks like it was off his leg because his arm is so close to his leg at well, that point, and it was it was exactly lined up. With yeah, exactly. That. But in the slow motion, you see it like a, like a chicken wing. It just flaps back, and it I'm like it hit his arm. Hello, yeah.
3: and it, it you know I mean no one obviously blew up after the game, so it didn't matter. And it didn't.
2: Much. And the thing is, it didn't. Uh, as we'll get into now in the second half, is it didn't cause. It didn't give KC a win or well, a tie.
3: I mean it it made people very 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 very
2: nervous it did it w- it but did. i think that i, I believe that if it, if we had tied kc or if we had lost to kc this would have been a a fire there would have been a fire on 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 social media about this oh situation. yeah I, For I, mean, sure. I think
3: even there was there were even some uh, social media comments about you know mls needs to Do something retroactively. Which what would they do? What are they gonna do? Take a point. I mean, it's it's the argument that you know you have you have a player like Vito Mm -hmm. who would have had a twelfth shutout. He would have. And He got robbed of that. He did. And you know that's big for his his season awards. Of course it is. And he wasn't robbed of it because I mean it it wasn't not shutout because it should never have counted. It should never count. Um, And -hmm. it. Obviously, it's gonna have to be something that Major League Soccer will be addressing with pro referees. Yeah, exactly. They have been awful they have this been. season. Uh, I mean, I think it's the worst season I've really recognized.
2: We had my, we had K, the KC game. We had my favorite ref, the guy who I don't know what his deal is. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do shit.
3: He doesn't. He literally does not use a card until no. it's against us. Yeah.
0: So which will come up?
2: We go into the half.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if you're talking about bright spot to the first half, there's no. You know, well, there is. There it's Monone. It easily yeah, could well, have been Vito, two. It could have been two zero three zero at the half easily, and I think Metnir uh, was a clear bright spot both defensively and, and going yeah, forward yeah. with some yeah, crosses. And it,
3: we had some opportunities. Yeah. We did
0: uh, not many, but we had. I,
3: I want to say there were. Uh, Darwin had an opportunity. Um yeah, I think we had two shots on goal. And
2: time. perhaps the KC's goaltender too. I mean he had some he had some pretty good plays in the first half too.
0: Yes. And and Tony, credit where credit's due, the head the head referee for that match is was Ismail El Fath.
2: Yeah, I don't like him. Okay. Yeah. That I I've never liked it. Every time I see him on the match, I'm like, Yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah. Um so we go into the half down uh one 0 We get uh, profanity laden text messages from David uh and Johnny. We also get our lunacy podcast uh, Twitter account gets profanity laden with David uh, making comments on there, yeah. <laughs> uh, dropping f bombs and things like that. Which was which is warranted. It it I, was completely warranted. It I, was. I never uh, do from the podcast yeah. account, but that that was it was warranted. warranted.
0: Yeah, my my comment was I still am, I still am confident. Yeah, Dreamer Dave status there. Dreamer Dave at halftime. I said, but that. we looked
2: so flat in the first half. It was, you know, there had opportunities, yes, but there wasn't like that run of, of yeah. We get those runs of like five to ten minutes where we're just on point, on point, on point, right. and usually a goal comes out of that, or at least we say we should have had a goal on that. But well, this game, the first half, we didn't. I didn't see any of those runs that we were. just kind Yeah, of,
3: we, we didn't. We we were just kind of again. It was we were really bogged down in the midfield, and all all my opinions. Anybody who wants to challenge them, go ahead, because obviously I was in the wall and it's hard to see. Yeah. Um, but I, I really felt like again in midfield we were just kind of stuck in the mud, and we weren't really uh, just reading the ball properly. We weren't making really good runs. We we weren't really doing a whole lot of anything. And yeah, and then when the, we get to the sec when as we get to the second half, you know, something that I really think speaks volumes is at halftime being in the wall and just kind of for me being able to feel the. The general emotion mm-hmm. of the supporters—that was a bad game. Yeah, I mean, or bad hack. It was just every the entire wall was just
2: dead. Now realize, I mean, a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast probably have never been in the Wonderwall. I mean, we have a lot of True North Elite listeners. Yeah,
3: and, I, I but guess. there's
2: some people who have never been in the wall and probably never be in the wall. Yeah, the wall to me is like a living organism. How the game is going for the team. Yeah. And you can tell. You can be sitting in the wall, and you can know when the team is doing bad and when they're doing great because everybody kind of feeds off everybody else. Yeah,
3: exactly. You, you see it. And, I mean, I I'm, I was super guilty of this Wednesday night. It, it was one of those things in this second half where there are points John and I are looking at each other and we're just like, we don't, we don't really want to participate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were – there were times where I, I – I'd be leaning against the rail in front of me yeah. and I'm just maybe vocalizing and yeah. that's it. I'm not yeah. clapping. Yeah. I mean there were times when John and I were pretty much talking to each other. <laughs> I mean it was you could just feel the there was a lack of emotion especially coming right out of the mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I think mean we got back into it, but
0: you, you, and you talk about getting back into it and I think it maybe the start of the second half even added to the frustration a little bit because there. I think there was like in the first five or ten minutes out of halftime, there was some good quality possession yeah. from Minnesota, but they just did not have the finishing touch. Yeah, they, they just couldn't, couldn't couldn't finish. So yeah. it, it really gets frustrating at that point when you're already down a goal.
2: So we come out of the half, and within the first, I mean, I think we were kind of still playing that same way, but Adrian actually decides, hey, we got to turn the tempo a bit. So we're going to make two changes in the yeah. 61st minute. We're bringing in Dunlady for Toy. We're bringing in Dotson for Molino. Right. Which I'm going, okay, youth and youth coming in. I uh, Toy's youth, too. But and Toy wasn't really And then at anything. that
0: point, it w- they would have moved into kind of a 4-3-3. Three, three. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and what's what's funny is the fact that we have always sucked yes. <laughs> in, in the 4-3-3. Three, three, yeah, yeah, and it, all of a sudden, I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with with tired legs. I think yeah. Molino and, and toy were just run down and getting, getting that fresh, fresh legs, the fresh speed from, uh, Lotti mm-hmm. really kind of helped move things around. Dotson really helped, uh, in the midfield. Mm-hmm. It, it allowed, or he allowed, um, Ozzie to pay more attention to, uh, just kind of doing defensive duties. Yep. And it, Jan and him, Jan and Dotson kind of were able to kind of move the ball around a little bit, distribute it a little bit better. I mean, it was, it it looked noticeably different. It did. Um, a little more energy. Yeah. And it it, it's it's just surprising that all of a sudden it's the 4 3 p that worked for us. Yeah. But
2: So they come in, and then we get to the 70th minute so, so I what, have to say ahead.
3: something. So John and I, we're slowly getting into it on in the wall again. Yeah. And it, we both looked at each other around this. I think it was about the 65th minute, yeah. and we're like, we're like, you know, well, John said you know, he's like, we don't we don't score soon. He's like, I might just go home. Mm-hmm. And, and I looked at him. I'm like, yeah, you know, five ten minutes if we don't score, yeah. I, I, I might yeah. be with him. Yeah. And so the 70th minute, 70th
2: so minute, Ozzy freaking scores. Yeah. Now it couldn't be anybody else other than Ozzy. In That situation, willing a veteran, willing his team back into this game. This is why we picked up veterans in the offseason for d- games like this, exactly. This is a playoff type of game. This is why you get guys like Ozzy,
3: yeah. And you know, he's been in this position so many times. Um, uh, I think. Did I read right? Eleven seasons in a row. I, th- he's I think been at the least t- I
0: think ten. I think ten, 10 was yeah, the number. But right yeah, he 10. had not been out of the playoffs for ten years. You know, yeah. So,
3: over. yeah, veterans. This is the he will have a veteran,
2: and you could see after that goal happened, he his his emotion and his like, just like I'm bringing you guys back to life. Yeah, I'm jolting you guys. Everybody else was like, and this, I'm sure the Wonder Wall was just going apeshit. Oh, shape, the
0: the one. goal, yeah, it's it pretty. intense. I mean, it was just a beautiful, beautiful volley by Ozzy there, and I I'd, I had to watch the replay a couple times because I wasn't sure if it, if Den had actually moved it. it I think come off a set piece, yeah, or yeah, out wide and. Yes, uh, Dinladi actually got credit for the assist. headed yep. headed it over to Ozzy who volleyed it in. When
2: now. he scored that goal, I scared the shit out of my dog. Yeah, <laughs> because Rego was, of course, he lays with me during games, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" and my dog's like, Wah. and he starts scratching at me, like, "Are you mad? What's going on?" I'm like, so, "No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine." Yeah. Of
0: course, um, that was Ozzy's second goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and we should we point out his first goal. We do we remember was his the first, first goal, goal of, the, of of volley. Volley. We had, and uh, also a volley.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: off set piece. Yeah.
2: So get that goal guys right back to square one we were, yep. were there okay we're getting a point out of this game i think at this I, yeah. at this point i'm saying we're getting a point point.
3: and it, you know what what's interesting is at that point we had a lot of the momentum really picked up because you know what again as you said tony the the wall kind of
2: feeds off feeds yeah the feeds. and
3: it i mean all of a sudden we were all right in it yeah. and we yeah. were we were doing everything we could Man. to just like will this team into doing something and it, the possession started changing and
2: yeah and, after, started seeing and some crazy SKC movement.
0: yeah and SKC were, was doing everything in their power to uh, kind of slow that Slowly roll a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was a lot of time wasting and the game yeah. was starting to get very it feisty it is getting very feisty very feisty, very feisty. Yeah.
2: there some there were some incidents where yeah. guys are trying to pull guys up and getting pissed off there was an incident with the KC goalkeeper
0: oh yes and Brath. are you talking about Brath? yeah who, who, who laid down the and goal to go scorer. back up
2: and then the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper was like, no, him down, go back down.
0: And yeah. if you watched the injury, like Verath was not injured. No, they were wasn't. Just, he was just—he was just kind of—he was kind of leaning over and fell yeah. over, and then he yeah. was getting up, and the goalkeeper was like, no, nope, him go back, back down. down. You're injured. Get <laughs> yeah. back down." Yeah, we were, we were pissed because obviously that yeah. happened, you know, 20 yeah. yards in front
2: of us. Um, so we get a little chippy play. Let's let's get in a chase gasp a little bit here, guys, because yeah. okay, sh- yeah, and this is part in, of it. He, chase in the 79th minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, b- a yellow card. Yeah, I mean, this was bullshit. And the ball, and it's the, a Well, maybe, maybe bad. not. I think. I, I mean, he did push him into the light board there. I mean, he definitely pushed him. He to the the touched him. It. Well, I mean, was that?
2: Was that? That was the first one,
0: right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the first one. Okay, and and I, he, he he only went over there because, like we said, the okay. time wasting. They were the yeah. ball went out. the Ball went out of bounds. Um,
2: they called it. Yeah, that it was. It was our ball. Yeah. Yep. The Casey player went over to grab the ball. And Chase is like, no, it's our ball. Yeah. He and was taking too much. And he was taking
0: too much time. And
2: the Casey guy like tripped what? over Gasper's leg. Or, I don't know. Call what it what you
0: want. Yeah. There was contact. There, it wasn't a heavy shove. No, I'm no. not saying it was brutal or an intentional. No. and it was there.
3: completely called. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. It yeah. was. Yeah,
2: they're wasting time.
3: Yeah, you know. And it, so, but it was. I I don't think that it qualifies as a yellow. It qualifies as a referee. Smart referee walking over to the got both guys and yep. saying, Look, you stop wasting time and you just do
2: your Leave job. it alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it
3: and that that's all that's all it required.
2: But we've what we see now from Gasper is even these ticky tack little things that are going on, he's getting the the refs are kidding in on him because they know they yeah. know who he is. I mean he's he's physical and he's he, physical and he's, he's overly he's, exactly.
3: And it and you know, I think that, I think that really is something that he's going to have to work on. passes yeah. Without that,
2: so we saw a lot. Like you I say a lot more chippy play going yep. into the end of the game. We get towards the end of the game, and we have. I think we had one more sub. We had Ethan Finley yes, come along. Yeah, and in I think this changed
3: the Loot. entire, entire, yeah, uh, mode momentum uh, of the game.
2: Because now we had Ethan coming up the sides and yeah, doing Ethan, his Ethan's thing. Yeah, Ethan's a
3: lot faster. He's a lot more direct. Yes. Um, you know, you didn't have this. You didn't have the player in the mood cutting in and slowing, slowing the play mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. or maybe not even uh, pushing the attack at all. It, it changed everything. There were yeah. a few points uh, around this time that I, I looked at John and I was like, sporting can't withstand this. Like, we kept pressuring them, pressuring them, yep. pressuring them. There was a moment where I think we had maybe like a minute and a half, two minutes of possession in their mm-hmm. half. And, it's, and I'm like, they, they're not going to be a goal. No. I mean, we're going to score. And, it, you know, it didn't really come, didn't really come, didn't really come. But, and
2: then, in the yeah. 90th minute, boys, 90th minute. Now, 90th. we had Ozzie score the goal to get us even. Now, who would you want to score, score the goal to put us ahead?
3: I mean, I'd probably want Darwin. I want Darwin. Yeah, it. But
2: if it's anybody else, I would want Hassani Dotson, the rookie. Yes.
0: Oh, I was going to say Lude.
2: Because no, don't even. You're going to try to get something started, actually.
0: But he, but it wasn't on. So
2: option. Hassani Dotson takes the ball from Ozzie, kind of scoots into the middle of the box, shoots a pass towards the goal, and hits off the back of, of none of, of none other than Bar- Barack Barrett.
0: Barrett. Whatever. Yeah. Off oh, his Barrett.
2: back and Barrett. gets into the goal. Yeah. And great
0: move, great movement inside the box. Just and again, it, and that was that was uh, that was from you know a nice little go, give and go from Ozzie. Yeah, it know, to, yes, to get it, it to Dotson. My
2: dog, Drago thought I was having a seizure because I was like jumping up and down and getting crazy. You guys in the Wonderwall were probably just like, oh, it, it hugging was, each other. And, it was
3: uh, euphoria.
2: Yeah, this is the 90th minute. I mean, this is like this yeah. is it.
3: And what's even better is at that point they hadn't even announced the stoppage time yet, which no. would have probably been maybe. Two minutes. Yeah. And it so that was a late goal.
2: It was. Late goal. Um so Hasani Dawson scores the goal. We're up two to one. Now we're looking like we're clinching the playoffs tonight. But before that happens, we have to get through the stoppage time. Yes. We've got at least we got one foul by the by K C which is just kind of a pissed off type of foul. Right. Um and then we get the Chase Gasper. Another yellow card turns yep. into a red. Yep. Stupid play on his stupid, point. stupid, stupid play. It's we're gonna win this game. There's no reason for you to do what you did in that situation. Exactly. No reason. You know, no reason for that to happen. Yep. But it does, and he gets a red card. So now he's out. What?
3: Well, he's out tonight. Tomorrow. So, I mean. t- tomorrow night.
2: Yeah. yeah. So which doesn't. Really matter, but
3: I, yeah, I, I mean, I've seen enough of Muembe to be like, Yeah, he'll probably be fine.
2: Uh, and then we get into the uh, plus six minute, right around the end of the game, and there's a sporting case. That you got know if you guys saw it on the Wonder on TV, it was pretty adamant. Uh, Nemeth was in the face of the ref for at least a couple minutes. Finally, he said something to the ref, and the ref said, Come on back, here's a yellow card. Yeah, I don't think we saw that. Yeah, I. I understand. Frustration was over. I mean, Casey's frustration was just brewing over at that point. They they needed this game to get to kind of stay in the playoff chase.
0: Yep. Literally, they needed to win to stay in the playoff playoff chase. Because
2: without a win, they were they were gone. And the game ends boys, we're in the freaking playoffs.
0: We are. The three-year plan. Is three-year complete. plan. Three-year
2: plan. I mean, Which m- was the, brought up
0: after the game. The promise that was made was yeah. that Heath would take this team yeah. to the playoffs yeah. in yeah. the third year, and he's done exactly that. And I mean, you know what? I, so I kind of smirked uh, you know, yeah. between t- messages. I'm like, well, at least the uh, Fire Heath rhetoric is over. Yeah, it should be. Oh. Uh, it, it won't be. We all know it won't be. Well, it should be. But technically, he... Made a promise, mm-hmm. or at least put a, laid out a plan, and yeah. he succeeded mm-hmm. in that plan.
3: And it, you know, it's it's funny because this talk of the three year plan started way back um, from an article that I think was on fifty five mm-hmm. um, talking. This was like November twenty sixteen. Yeah, talking about how Heath met with McGuire and said, "This is my plan." No one knew what this plan was Mm -hmm. at that point. Or I think even maybe a year in. Yeah. A year and a half in. And it. So we have to assume that was the plan, right? And it. We haven't always assumed that was the plan. Right. And here we are. And here we are. And And you 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 gotta. You gotta feel bad for Orlando fans, right? You do. Because he. He had the exact same and plan. He, he, was, he, fired, what, and he was
0: fired, what, a, and a, year, and a year and a half? in. in. Yeah. So he never got through it. Can you imagine if they fired Heath a year mm-hmm. and a half his tenure here? Whether you're a pro-Heath or on the fire-Heath bandwagon, I mean, a year and a half was not enough time. Well, it just c- certainly wouldn't have been. But, uh is, is wow. we have a party going on here? Might be. Looks like we might. Yeah, we uh, won't be the only ones here. Geez.
2: Uh So we're in the playoffs, boys. We are. We're now in second place. We place. hold the keys to our own destiny to stay in second place. So it, it's kind of up to us. Yep, that's that. Two games coming up that we get six points out of those two games, we're in second place. Right. Um, I do need to mention that the same night the Loons made the playoffs, the Twins made the playoffs, yep. and your team, the Milwaukee Brewers, David, yep. made the playoffs. And, it, you know,
3: and, and it, the cool thing is... is You know, Loon's Nation is very much Wisconsin as well. So there are a lot of Loon's fans that are probably elated about that as well.
2: I'm, uh, for me, it's going to be a very expensive October, I think. (laughs) Because I'm going to go, I'm going to the home, we're going to the home game. Right. I mean, we're we're going to be there.
3: I mean, I, (laughs) I I won't be, but but it it still could be very expensive for me as well. It it could be, well, you'll be in Vegas. Yeah, if, if we, continue the trend and get the yeah. home
0: game
2: we'll be
3: there i automatically get tickets well, like you they go. just charge and me and for it you them. know so, and
0: when we when we sit here and speak of home games and hope for home games that's why you mentioned tony being in second second in yeah, the west is huge big because that lines you up for two, two games home at home games, yes. you know we talked about the, the the fact that the seeds you know it's a fixed bracket yeah, yeah. so you they have the the matchups aren't readjusted based on your seed. It's a fixed bracket. So if you sit in that second spot, you have a very good chance, yeah, assuming yeah. you win, of course, of you host, do. hosting at least two games.
2: Um, and then again, I'm going to try to get to a Twins home playoff game. I'm sure, Dave, I'm sure you'd want to go to one of those.
0: Uh, I'd actually be. You want to go to two, yeah. David? I, I, mean, I want to get to a Twins. A Twins
2: I want to get to a Twins playoff game at Target Field. I've been to one at the Metrodome. I'd love to get one. At I went Target to Field.
0: the the last. Pl- I actually went to the first playoff first game, play game at Target, Target Field, field yeah. against the Yankees. I want yeah. to get
3: to one of those. Maybe um, I can pull up my uh, 1987 Homer Yankees.
2: There you go. Uh, so it's going to be very for. I'm gonna, it's very expensive playoffs yeah. for me. <laughs> um, but again, guys, it's a it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling to know that a team that we've watched for three years, well, even previous to that, I mean, in in the in the leagues they were in before this, yes. you know. We've watched this team. We've seen them in the playoffs in the other leagues. Right. This is MLS now. I mean, we're in MLS playoffs.
0: Well, I mean, and even MLS, I mean, going back, I mean, what, 2015 or something like that? Yeah. In the USL or whatever you want to call it. N- yeah. NASL, NASL. playoffs. Um, it's been a while.
2: Yeah, it and, has been. Um, and,
3: so, you know, we'll talk about the playoffs a little bit more when we come back.
2: Yeah, we'll come back from break. We'll talk about playoffs a little bit more. Um, but before we go to break, guys, again, it's good to be a loons fan right now yeah uh, we have spent a lot of time on this podcast in the last almost two years talking how shitty they've been yeah and we spent a lot of time ranting about them and now we get to finally do a little raving about exactly. our team yeah so it's been fun so we'll come back from the break we're gonna talk playoffs uh we got some other things to talk about i got i got to talk about a a, a burglar down in florida oh nice broke into a house and did some uh, crazy stuff uh, want to miss that? Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? We'll talk about uh, when we come back from the break. All right, cool. Grab some more beers, guys. I want to thank Mike, the bartender, again for setting us up uh, with these beers. Um, You guys each got something different. Yeah, we all got something different. We all got something different. What did you guys get? Dave, you go first.
0: Well, I I went with something light again. I went with a bohemian blonde, so... I guess I just took my first sip, and uh, it's just an easy drink, and it's got a really nice uh, hint of lemon that I'm enjoying, but yeah. It's, but uh, I had
3: that when we were here last. Okay. It's very good. Yep. David? I got the uh, collaboration with Luflin. Ooh, nice. Uh, the... The... Uh, now I forget what it's called. The... Uh, I can't
2: even awesome. read it from this Yeah, phone it's phone. Uh, hops... Hops... Popsicle stick.
3: Popsicle stick. There yes, we, yeah. yes. Uh, fantastic. You know, it's mm-hmm. that typical hazy IPA. Yeah. Uh, tastes really good.
2: And uh, shout out to Lupulin. Of course, we've been there. Great guys up yeah. there. Gave us a whole tour. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be back up there again. Yeah,
3: that was um, yeah. it was great. It was nice to see it on there. Yeah. They're doing collaboration.
2: I got the Royal Raspberry uh, Sour on Nitro, which I never had a sour on Nitro, and it tastes fantastic.
0: I have not either.
2: Mm. I also want to give a shout out to Tina, who's I think the marketing manager here. She's the one I've been talking to, and she set us up last time. She set us up uh, us up again this time. So, shout out to her. One of these times when we get back here, she'll have to come out and have a beer with us, and yep. so I can thank her in person. But uh, again, prize has been great. Uh, great day. Great place to have it. So let's get into some playoff talk here, guys, because course, we're in the playoffs now. Yeah, but but in second place. You know, and to
0: put it in perspective just a little bit. So, going into Sporting Kansas City, obviously, it's pretty clear the Loons held their own. You know, own their own destiny, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at that point, going into that game on Wednesday, there was still six spots open in the yes, Western yes. Play, playoff race. And yeah. you know, you compare mm-hmm. that to one. There was one going into that Wednesday's game in the yeah. East. So yeah, there was a lot up for grabs. It's still hadn't been decided, and of course we're talking more or less seating now that mm-hmm. the Loons were in, in a good position. But uh, So, following, following, the, um, following that game, mm-hmm. there's still four spots available. Yes. And so, seating's going to be determined here in the last two weeks. And yeah. in going into this weekend, really, it's kind of like a secondary it's not decision day, that's obviously October mm-hmm. 6th, but the, tomorrow if you look at the schedule, the full slate of MLS games are, is, are on Sunday. There's yep. six at four. And there's six at six thirty, mm-hmm. and that is when the Lions play against LAFC. Uh,
2: side note: We will be at the LAFC games, the last uh, last uh, game in your yes. three seats that you have up at the top there.
3: Yeah, it'll be the last time we're in, well, last time a regular season game regular that will be in those seats. In
0: those seats, fan yes. appreciation night. Fan appreciation, we get a uh, free beanie. If we free get beanie their, for ten thousand. We have to get there early. We get no fifteen thousand.
2: Fifteen thousand. We have to get there. Well, get there, and kind there's
0: relatively. Right. And I know, you know, for people who are going to the game or maybe went to the game, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of activities. I think right outside the stadium on their yep, lawn, of there's going to yeah. be food so trucks. Right. Certainly, something worth checking out. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll have to figure out what we do there. Yeah, I we'll think
2: we'll be spending. I think we'll be spending a little time at Dual Citizen, and I think we'll spend a little more time outside the stadium. Yeah. I think
0: yeah. because it's Fan Appreciation Day, yeah. because it's the last match of the year, yeah. are, are regular are we season. We, well, we can. We should probably talk. Yeah, about we'll talk that about it afterwards. After yeah, but uh, Most
2: we'll discuss right now. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Yeah, if, yeah, I, don't know I don't know if our
0: listeners care about our plans for tomorrow. But well,
2: I'm gonna. Dr- I'm just kidding. Uh, so playoff situation, Dave. I mean, the next two games for the Loons are huge in terms of where they're gonna be because, right. like you said, they kind of have their own. Their destiny is in their own hands. Yes,
0: and, and, and the, you, they made the playoffs great, but we know in MLS how important having a home playoff game will yes. be especially Huge. this year it's a, it's added importance we talked about this before but no gone are the home and home yep, uh, right. you know matchups mm-hmm. in the quarters and semis yep. now we're talking yeah. single elimination yeah. you know obviously LAFC has their bye they have the supporter shield but you know everybody else 2 through 7 um, they're playing a single elimination team right. so game i should say so that that home clinching a home field game at least one is is very big yeah. for the lens because obviously they've only lost once at Allianz Field, so.
2: So we have, we do have some teams that could jump us technically yes. into the second place. Exactly. Um, we Could drop? I think. How far could we drop? Do the we know lowest that? Lowest. Well, can they could drop, drop into drop fifth. Fifth is fifth? fifth. Okay.
0: And okay. so basically, I mean, I could run down the scenarios, but they're sitting here as we sit here today. The, the loons are, I guess, five points clear of that fifth, fifth spot, yep. which RSL currently occupies. Yes. Um, so they have not they have not clinched home field advantage y- or home field advantage they have not clinched that home game it looks yep. good it sounds good the only problem being that RSL has a, you would argue a more favorable matchup because they have Houston yep. this week and yep. then yep. next week they have Vancouver
2: you would think that but going in this LAFC game tomorrow LAFC has now clinched the supporter shield they have. They have. so they really have nothing else to play for other
0: Correct. than revenge now. Well,
2: revenge, but do you want Do you really want to
0: risk, re- risk revenge
2: and risk players' yeah. injuries for that? I and I so.
0: and I remember the last time that LAFC came to Minnesota. I was there at TCF Bank last year, and uh, it was a drubbing five to one. Mm-hmm. The Loons uh, came out on top of that one, so I think we'll see I LAFC more of the same B squad tomorrow. Not sure. necessarily, but
3: uh, I, I mean, well, and you know, the the big thing that we need to talk about with LAFC, uh, regardless, is. They lost Diamande, yeah, up top. and so with him out, they've had to shift Carlos Vela inside. Mm-hmm. It changes the entire dynamic of their team. Yeah. And they are not remotely the team they were. Ooh. Even a month ago,
0: they've been oh, a, kind of down that, that. Actually, yeah, that rolls yeah. right into something I want to bring up, and yeah, actually, a, a listener of ours, Nick, kind of brought up to me earlier this week that, and, and I somehow didn't even realize this, but LAFC just ended a five-game winless streak this past Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. they had previously, um, I so I said winless streak. Um, they had, you know, following before the Loons played them in, on September first, they had. Yeah. El Tráfico was a three-three yeah, draw that kicked it yeah. off. And kicked it off. Then they lost to the Loons mm-hmm. in LA, mm-hmm. and then they had three consecutive draws after that. So they, they had gone themselves. they had gone a long stretch between wins, oh. actually. So.
3: Yeah, and you know what's interesting is not to talk too much on LAFC, but um, this is all really kind of uh, their own fault because yeah. who did they trade mid-season? Well, they traded Ramirez. They traded Ramirez off. Now they yeah. no longer well, have
2: a center forward. No, they don't have it.
3: Um, you know, and uh, wish all the best to Diamande now that he's in that uh, substance abuse mental health program. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he gets all that straightened mm-hmm. out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that could not have come at a worse time no. for LAFC. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm, I've always said that that game tomorrow is going to be a win for us. I feel very confident about that. Yeah. So, but I think it's... My confidence level is even higher now that yeah. things have kind of shaken out over the last month.
0: So you want me to break it down? Real no, quick? I think the we're scenarios. Good. I mean, I just as far as scenarios, as far as getting a home game. So well, you know, I think the, 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 think easiest, way the easiest way is the obviously a to win, win tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. No, no, not two. A well, win. A win tomorrow. A yeah, win. Okay. Tomorrow's
2: win gets us would be. Yeah. One. Yeah.
0: And then, or there's a couple of real quick. I mean, or if the or basically a Salt Lake loss or tie versus yep. Houston. Yeah. Which, that doesn't seem logical. No. It could happen.
2: Although, are they playing in Houston? You
0: know, no, it's in Utah. Oh,
3: then that's nice. And it, on top of that, it does help that Seattle is playing San Jose. Mm-hmm. San Jose needs to win to stay in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it's That's a nice matchup mm-hmm. in the top, well, the 2-4 spot. Yeah. Because... Obviously, Salt Lake is a concern, but yeah. Seattle's a bigger concern. Sure, they're playing a team that's desperate that has had a really rough last ten games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If,
0: if you're starting, you're obviously then starting to look forward as okay. What are the what yeah. are the scenarios where Minnesota can not only get a home playoff game but maintain that number exactly. two seed? Spot, that's, yeah. that's, that's, and it, that's you know, I don't too. think
3: it's going to come from the LA Galaxy, but Seattle's got a rough game yeah. tomorrow, which I is think, nice.
2: I think, of course, the goal is getting that home playoff spot, keeping that.
0: Yeah, but so the, even it, a draw tomorrow could do that.
2: But the ad, the additional goal is if you're in a chance to get two home playoff games, you want that.
0: Right.
3: I mean, if we could draw, if we just draw tomorrow and Seattle loses to San Jose, that's huge, huge help. The nice thing but about, draw can do it.
2: The nice thing about being in second place, too, is I uh, – stop me if I'm incorrect on this, but I think second place, we'd be on the other side of the bracket from
0: – Yes. LFC, yeah, that's right? yeah. because it is a bracket, and that's why so, I'm saying you line yourself up for potentially two yes. playoff games. Yeah, you don't.
3: Second place is a very good place to be. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you drop to fourth, and you're playing that fifth spot, and that's a pretty decent team.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah and so it, as we sit here looking at the standings, I mean, regardless of where Minnesota falls at, in the next two weeks... Or I should—I don't say fall, but I mean lands. I should say where wherever their seed is. Is there any teams looking at you know six through seven or eight? I guess you could say. Well, who do we? Who would you like to face? I don't want to
3: face San Jose because we—they've been our
0: punching bag. They haven't. Well, and how about Portland? You know, you could, we could possibly be seeing Portland for the yeah, fourth Portland time this year. Is, Portland has oh. revenge against us now because yes, we've dealt with them pretty
3: well. They're pissed off. It's got to be like Dallas. I mean, wouldn't they be if most Dallas ideal? Dallas is the team that I would prefer. At at Allianz Field, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because even Salt Lake they play this very well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I it's, I want to be in second with FC Dallas coming. To Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's that's the prime matchup. And me. we'll
2: again we'll we'll have more of a playoff picture after tomorrow night's games.
3: Right, which will be interesting because our next podcast is going to line up with the
0: playoff game. So we'll we'll have to do it before a playoff game. We will, but yeah.
2: we're going to have to do some. I, before we get on to anything it, else, guys, we will. It would will,
0: be it would most likely be the weekend before the playoffs start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: we're gonna of course the playoffs upcoming. We're gonna have some switching to do around about when we do our podcasts and things. Like exactly, so you'll see a little yeah. bit of a different schedule than we usually have. But uh, we're gonna try to get as many podcasts in as we possibly can to get these games kind
0: of exactly in yeah. the flow.
2: Uh, so let's get off playoff talk for a little bit, guys. Let's get on to player salaries.
0: Mm. And this just dropped. Was it yesterday? Just dropped As yesterday. we are recording. Yep. Yeah. And this. I don't think there was a lot. There was one surprise. David was really pissed I, off I about don't, one. There, I don't think there was a whole lot of surprise other than the one.
3: Okay. Yeah. Let, let's, our,
0: our new Loons, I guess, is what we really want to focus on yeah. here. Let's but, clarify.
3: The entirety of Loons Nation, yeah. minus Dave, mm-hmm. and well. the one guy that I got
0: into it on Twitter with yeah. over the are
3: upset about a particular salary. Honestly.
0: Well, to clarify, I, I mean, I might be a bit of a lewd backer. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. However. As Dave Hint said. You're a looter? a looter? A looter. A looter. looter. <laughs> but whatever you want to call it. Now, th- I am, I myself was shocked to see his salary. I, yeah. If you would have asked me before it came out, predict his salary, I probably would have predicted less than half of I mean, what I he's mean, being compensated is here.
3: It's shocking. I mean, uh, you know, Jeff Reuter on Twitter actually put six exclamation points. After yeah, well. Because uh, he should have. Well, I mean, d- it deserves So, so 10, you're telling me he
0: is the second most highly compensated player. Exactly. You know, as far as guaranteed salary Which is ridiculous. on the Loons. Only mm. second to, of course, Darwin. Thank you.
3: 952,000 and change. That's crazy. It's
0: you put, outrageous. Put that in comparison to say, you know, let's just bring out, you know, talking about some of the other new guys. You know, you look at Vito Minone, I mean, goalkeeper, maybe that's different, but 594,000. Yeah. Um, met, Roman, Met Nier. Four hundred and eleven thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorites, Jan Gregis, is has a nice salary, but still less at eight hundred eighty three thousand. So, bottom line is, he of all the loons, newcomers, yeah, he t- he's on the list. I mean, top look of at the it, list.
2: You look at right. it, and you go, Ozzie and Ike make less than Robin Lute do, and those guys are the key to our team this year.
0: Well, I have mean, been. We and yeah. maybe we should after after the season is, is talk about the the how different the team is, of course, and. Talk about the impact of some of these newcomers, yeah. but I mean, I think you can make arguments, and I've seen certain lists on Twitter of you know ranking, you know, who's made the biggest impact, and yeah, yeah that, that's right. up for debate. But I so think though, what I even I will admit that obviously I would not put Robin Lewitt at the top of that list no. or anywhere near the top.
3: I, well, you know, and what's funny is uh, opinions of his play aside, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even contemplate him being paid that much. I mean, no. he, even if he's doing well. No. It just,
0: it, I wouldn't fathom it. No. <laughs> Didn't Roy, Reuter give a shout-out to uh, his agent? Yeah, yes, I think he did. He did. I think he, he did, because yeah. it, it's a good point, because he did a hell of a job.
3: I mean, it's he's basically bringing in a a La Liga 2 salary into yeah. MLS. Yes. I mean, that might, actually, flippin that nuts. might be a little high for La
2: Liga 2. It's flipping nuts. Yeah. But then again, you go back to the point of, we've seen him now start how many games in a row? Right, so well, he's trying got, to get his money out of him.
3: Well, and it, or he, you've got a situation where the FO saying, uh, we're paying him a million dollars. You better play him, mm-hmm. put him on the bench." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we've brought that up. I think, or I've brought that up in the past. I think uh, for other players,
2: wasn't Gomez like that too? Wasn't he making a yeah. ton of money, and that's and why and he was and on Calvo? The pitch? I brought that up yeah, with Calvo too. yeah.
3: And it, it's it's never. A, an argument you want to make, but no. you, this is a business. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you don't want your expensive players
2: sitting on the bench. Of course not. It's just like every other sports team. I mean, every other sports league, you don't want your expensive guys sitting on the bench. Yeah, exactly. So, But that was the biggest thing from the salary. Uh, you know, also,
3: so. I, I'd like to point out uh, Molino, I feel like he got a raise. You think so? I mean, 546000 Hmm. I feel like he was higher than that. Year, but maybe not. I mean, lower than that last year, but maybe not. Mm. I could be wrong. I mean, ultimately, I, you know, I look at these salaries, and they're pretty. They're pretty healthy salaries. They are. I. I mean, for a small market in Major League Soccer. Well, yeah, he's spending the, a lot of money. Was the old?
0: Money. Yeah, I mean, they're pushing uh, what ten million? Yeah, they're eight or nine at least. So well, they, I mean,
2: McGuire should be making money from the stadium now,
0: and it's. It just go- yeah. I think it just goes to show you, I think when I first sat down and looked at these numbers, it just goes to show you what the, it has to show you the importance of, you know, TAM and GAM. Yeah. And yep. how you manipulate those salaries. Mm-hmm. And, with, of course, you get a few designated player slots. But even with those three slots, yep. you still have a lot of maneuvering that you need to do to yeah. bring these numbers down below what I think is the, around 500000
3: mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would like to point out that I think Darwin's salary at $1.7 is way too high.
2: Yeah, I, I mean,
3: even way too his best day,
0: I think it's yeah, Yeah, but for an MLS. So the question then, be I mean, so maybe we want to talk about his option, whether you pick it up or not, um, or no. we can save that for another time. But if you don't, you need to, I mean, that's, how do you replace that?
2: We well, got to replace it with $1.2 $1. $1. million well, worth of support?
0: No, I guess the point is, can you can you replace somebody of his quality with that? You're going to have to spend more. You to, should to replace well, that quality. No, it, you should be. Well, I mean, theoretically, a st- you know, you know, attacking yeah. midfielder like that. I mean, well, that's
2: why you're paying Chacon a bunch of money. Well, yes, but yeah, he's getting
3: paid three
0: hundred thirty-three thousand. I mean, yeah. well, it, though, so I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. I mean, if they think Chacon's ready to come in and start every game next year, then maybe that's what, maybe you let it go. But you still But would,
2: smart teams do that. Yeah. I mean, sports teams do that all over a professional sports. You've got a guy who's making $1.2 million like DQ. He's on the last legs, potentially. Just, you bring in a young guy and hope that you it's, can...
0: It's good, it's, to, it's true. More. If they don't pick up his option, it'll be a little frustrating to me just because, I mean, I think, you know, coming out of the U.S. Open final where he didn't start, uh, I think a fire was lit under him. I mean, yeah. he's we've seen significantly better play. Now it's always been that way. He's streaky, I know, but he's cert- we've seen what he can do in the last few Well, you games. know,
3: and I, I think that... That speaks volumes to Adrian Heath's uh, methods of handling mm-hmm. his players. Yeah. A lot of people get upset with uh, sitting a, a player that the fans like. Yeah. Well, guess what? It,
2: it works. works. Mm-hmm. For, for him, it
3: does. For some players.
2: For him, it does. For some yeah. players, it does.
3: Uh, and, it, you know, it, yeah, I think we'll probably touch on it. I think the options have to be have to be handed out uh, in mid-November, I think. Okay. Yeah. So we'll definitely talk on this more, but yeah. I, I think there's a Chacon's existence pulls all of that into
2: question. It does. It does. Um, any more soccer talk you guys want to get into? Anything else? Well, well are we going to
0: yeah. talk about the uh, Independent Sports Council? Oh yes, meeting. right. Yes. You gotta talk I, about I mean that the, is soccer Iron related. Yeah. That's
2: just quickly. Um, so MLS met with the independent supporters council, council council, yep, and have decided to remove the ban on Iron Front. Suspend it. Suspend it. Yes. yes. For the rest of the year.
3: Yeah, and they also um, agreed to bring in those um, independent voices mm-hmm. regarding the language they have in the code of conduct, which you know, uh, smart, honestly. MLS. I, I've always supported the movement to to lift the ban. I had absolutely zero expectation Major League Soccer was going to listen to it at all. Well, so I'm I'm impressed. I, I I'm
2: smart move on their part. Yeah, smart move. You didn't want I guess said in my text message. You, didn't, you didn't want this hanging over the rest of the year into the playoffs, right? You did especially if Portland's going to have a if they had a home game. Could you imagine? Right. I mean, it'd be a shit show.
3: Yeah, I, I think. I think it was it was very, very smart of MLS to kick the can down the road and say, All right, fine, we're gonna we're gonna suspend this stuff. We agree to bring yeah. in some groups to help us do with deal with this in the off season. It's not technically a victory for the supporters groups. Not yet. But, but it's it's a good step.
0: Yeah. And I, I was just happy to see that you know, regardless of what MLS thinks mm-hmm. about about what they're Atmosphere at games should be like. I'm just glad to see that they met. You know, yeah. the, the yeah. supporters groups mm-hmm. and MLS exactly. or met or t- had the conference call. I'm glad they met. I'm glad they were at least able to open up the discussion going well, forward
2: and to to kind of put a put a, a stop to it for this season yeah. at least. Which is what they should have done in the first quarter. Well, yeah, and they, well, and they it, know
0: how important the, the, that supporters group yeah. culture is yeah. to the MLS. Yeah, exactly. And soccer in general. I mean, right. It just,
3: any And, he, you know, I think what's interesting is what probably fueled this, in my opinion, is that, uh, you know, Garber comes from the NFL. Obviously, yeah. he's been in Major League Soccer for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but NFL fans, they, they kind of just do what they're told. Of. Yeah, they don't give a shit. I mean, it's just like... The NFL's been around for a hundred years. Yeah. Fans just do go through the motions and yeah. do what do what's expected. That's right. Well and, and it, I mean, soccer is new, it's it's, it's very vibrant uh, socially it, it draws a ton from European influence.
2: You don't have supporters groups in the NFL. Yeah, and I just
3: think Garber, even though he's been dealing with this now for two decades, right? I think he's yeah. about that. It's, not, it's, it's I don't think he realized what he was up against no. with this, no. and it, I get why they did it, yeah. but I just don't
0: think they completely
3: understood yeah. what was going. And I think
0: it's a, it's a good. I mean, it it sounds odd to say, but the MLS is a young league. You reference, you know, the NFL and yeah. what are, whether you're talking about the NFL or Major League Baseball, it's. Yeah. it's MLS is very young, mm-hmm. right, and yeah. not only that though. MLS is in an extremely exciting period as we sit here right now sure. because the growth is massive. It's a, you don't want to th- you don't want to slow that. it down. You, don't do it. you need to look at what's gr- what is fueling that growth. That's right. And it's it's I, I I'm struggling to come up with a term, but it's certainly the supporters culture, mm-hmm. that atmosphere mm-hmm. that is. That that is creating that's right the yeah. atmosphere inside of those mm-hmm. stadiums that people who maybe aren't even big soccer fans they go into that stadium for the first time they experience the wonder wall yep. here in Minnesota and they're like wow mm-hmm. you know that is a large part mm-hmm. of the growth
3: yeah you know I and you don't want to hinder that I, I took my neighbor two of my neighbors uh, to the to the U.S. Open Cup yeah, we're there. match yep and it, I still have one of them uh, just last night I was hanging out with them. Uh he couldn't he kept talking about how it's just different being there. it is. He's like I I can never watch a game on TV. But he's like being in the stadium yeah. and the atmosphere, he said it's
2: just it's
3: just different.
2: It's a whole living experience. It's yeah. really what it is. It's it like is. the stadium as a whole I mean the Wonder Wall's an organism, but the stadium also feeds off that as well. Yeah. So you get a lot of everybody else doing things and chanting and things like that. Exactly. And it's it's so different than any other major league sport, yeah. That I've been to, and
3: it, it, it was smart. And it goes all back. It, it was smart for MLS to say, you know, mm-hmm. what we need to make sure we don't lose that for the yeah. rest of the season. And yep. so, you know, congratulations to ISE and the supporters Great for job. you know having their voices heard, being uh, ballsy enough to challenge the league. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, yeah. did you
2: think they weren't going to be ballsy? Come on, support well, groups we'll are never. I, this is yeah.
0: So, it was, yeah, I mean, it was just nice at you know, after, you know, having Jen and, and Corey and, um... And Zach, Jen. Jen, Corey.
3: Who else was that? Uh, Zach was Zach. Jen, Zach. Corey, and Zach. Yeah. Just after
0: learning and sorry, hearing... Sorry, Zach. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but after learning a little more about it and hearing about the meetings that were going mm-hmm. even on in between, you know, min, between MNUFC yeah. and the Wonderwall, after hearing that side of it, it was just nice to hear the outcome. That, yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So... Let's step out of the soccer realm, guys. We're almost at the end of the podcast. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Is, is it as
3: fun as the oversexed French one?
2: <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think I can beat that one. I've no. looked, I don't think I can do it. I have two stories. That's pretty
3: good. Oh. I think a lot of people may have liked that yeah, one. Yeah,
2: I think a lot of people like that. I have two short stories, guys. The first one I want to talk about because Dave is a world traveler, he goes on planes all the time.
0: And trains sometimes. And trains. And, automobiles? and automobiles? yeah. <laughs> and <automobiles. laughs> Occasionally,
2: yeah. Reference. It's a good movie. Good movie. Um, there was a flight out of I think it was Denver. It was going to uh, I can't remember what it was going to. I think it was American Airlines. They had to uh, stop somewhere, emergency stop somewhere, because the person got stuck in the bathroom of the flight. I mean, by stuck, like they couldn't open the door back up. Oh, but they went in there, and they got stuck.
0: Oh yeah, so you're, you're the you're, you're talking about the flight where they actually got diverted. They got diverted. And had to land in they Denver. Land, yeah, they, because,
2: they had to land in Denver. I'm sorry. So,
0: no.
3: I mean, is this passenger obviously locked the door? Yep. So well, they
0: locked it. Unlocked it. And the then oh, they couldn't get yeah. it
2: back open or something like that. Yeah, that it
0: means. was a cross country flight. It was, uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. It was United 1554 from yeah. Washington all the way to San Francisco. So that's, you yeah. know, like a five, six hour flight so, to start with. I mean, I can see why they divert because you never know what they're doing.
2: My question is this. Okay. You get stuck in the bathroom on a flight, right? How freaked are uh, Freaked out are you at that point?
0: Well, I hope you're not claustrophobic. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I can't say, stand up in, yeah. in most airline Well, I can bathrooms. barely
3: stand up. I've never actually used a bathroom in an airline. I have. Hmm? Yeah.
2: I try not to, but I've I guess had to I spend way, way too much it. time
0: in airplanes. Well, well you
2: I, do. You're on yeah. the plane all the time. Yeah, you're. you're well, doing when doing you're taking long, a if you're taking whatever, a fifteen
0: hour flight to Melbourne, you're going to have to.
3: Yeah. I, I, yeah I would just never. I don't yeah. like However,
0: spaces. I will say just as we're talking about airplane bathrooms, I <laughs> yeah. have taken a 14 and a half hour flight from I think it was LA to um Sydney. Yeah. Did not go to the bathroom. How did that happen? I don't know. That's not even possible. That's not possible. I didn't drink on the plane. I know I don't drink on How long flights. How <laughs> did you not get
2: an infection?
3: I don't know.
0: But I didn't get up a single time. <laughs> I know, believe me. I'm my, it's a fine line to cross And I've been traveling yeah. for almost 20 years yeah. For work And it's a fine line between I don't want to like, drink a lot Before the flight sure, sure, sure. Whether you're talking about water yeah. or especially alcohol But uh, it's a fine line between that Not drinking a lot and having to go to the bathroom a lot yeah. And being dehydrated because oh, sure, you're man. up in that atmosphere, I mean, it's well, they they pressurize the plane, of course, but yeah. it's still dry, yeah. um, it's still tough, so it's easy to get dehydrated. So sure, it's a sure. really fine line across. But I think sure. I've kind of found that. I mean, so medium.
3: Were you sleeping through part most of most
0: of it? Okay, okay, yeah, yes, most easy. of it. I mean, I'm not saying I do it every 14 hour flight. Yeah. I'm just it, the, there was one time in the last two years that. I made it.
2: Good. So I mean you never that's never gonna happen to you then I guess. No. But But bottom uh, line,
0: if I did get stuck in an airplane bathroom, I don't yeah. I'm not the type of person who's gonna freak out about much. Yeah. But I would certainly get nervous because I'm But there's it's such a small space.
2: The reason you have to stop is there's mm-hmm. it's twofold, right? You got people that need to use the bathroom, they can't get in there.
0: Right.
2: A. And then B, there's no like Seat in there, no like they're no, seat belt. belt. There's a seat belt yeah. on a toilet, right. right? Violent
0: turbulence. Violent that's, turbulence? That's, there's a reason yeah. they. Do, right? yeah. There's a, no. I mean, there's a reason they yeah. tell you to put your seat belt on. You yeah, know, not just during turbulence, but because yeah. that unexpected turbulence can mm-hmm. pop up. And mm-hmm. I'll, I couldn't even imagine being in one of those bathrooms mm-hmm. during heavy turbulence. Oh, yeah. just, you'd literally be bouncing off the seat. Yeah, at this time, yeah.
3: I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Yeah.
0: I mean, so should they put belt buckles on the yeah, toilet there? I w- honestly, Tony, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if as, as a result as of, this, of this, they start thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> They might. It might be a requirement. You'll you'll be on the toilet and you'll see two seatbelts down there. So if worst if you're taking case a dump, scenario, please buckle up. <laughs> I wouldn't be I, Tony. I, I, it's almost sitting here talking out loud. It's I, almost surprising I, I, there is. Yeah,
2: I'm not surprised. Yeah. So that was that was story number one, guys. I just thought it was funny, and the reason I brought it because Dave's a world traveler. He's been on planes yeah. numerous times, and I just wanted to see what his opinion was on the whole situation. Well, story number two, guys, is a little uh, burglary down in Florida. Interesting about this is this guy breaks into a home to make breakfast and tells the resident to go back to sleep.
3: <laughs> so, well, I mean, so was this person homeless?
2: So, no. Uh, this guy, uh, the home's occupants told investigators he awoke to discover the man cooking and eating something around 4 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and then uh, I guess he ran to the house. He ran from the house when the resident called 911. 19-year-old Marine entered through an unlocked rear door. He may have been under the influence of alcohol. No shit.
0: Go back. Go back to sleep.
2: But I guess he told the guy, when the guy found him, he told the guy, he's like, no, just go back to sleep. It's like, how drunk do you have to be? You went into somebody's house you didn't know, A. It was an unlocked door, so you didn't technically like break in. You'd have
0: to be at least heavily buzzed. He's 19,
2: you know. Yeah. And then you make food at this guy's house. So how do you know where everything's at, A? How do you know where, like, the eggs are at? Or was he cooking right. eggs? I want to know what he was cooking, Hey. Well, right, yeah. And then you tell the guy when he wakes up, hey, just go back to sleep. Shh, shh,
3: just go back to sleep. I, I think I would have been like, you know what? <laughs> you can do this, but you're going to make me something. So I'm going to yeah. just stay here.
2: You cooking something for me? Let's yeah. go. You know? I
3: – why did the dude call 911? I mean, obviously this guy wasn't threatening. I mean –
0: well, well. Now wait a minute. He's a nice. Young Somebody's a stranger is in your. A stranger stranger in your
2: house. I would just shoot the dude. Well, I mean, him a gun. It's Florida. Well, I don't know. Who doesn't have a gun in Florida? My house would be some hot chicken who I'd be like, go ahead, make me breakfast. I,
3: I, did, I just, you know, I, I think there. I think there's a line. I'd be like, obviously, there's a stranger in my house. Yeah, but if they're not acting threatening. And they're doing something that bizarre?
2: Well, here's... I think I might let it play out. But here's... yeah, Well, yeah, because here's what's going to happen, right? He's going to eat yeah. his food, and he's going to pass out. Right. And then what, though? What do you do? Well, call then the cops you just, then? then? you call the cops. Do you put a blanket on him and say, here you go? You know, yeah, boom, yeah I mean... It, I,
0: I don't know. Maybe this is a bit of a thing in Florida, because I think I'm, I'm just kind of looking at the story, and uh, just this Monday, a woman in Pensacola, Florida, yeah. returned home to discover a man holding a purple Swiffer mop and attempting to clean up her house.
2: (laughs) What the hell is going on in Florida?
3: What is in the water? I mean, at at least
0: they aren't stealing valuables. Well, he was cleaning. That's
3: the the thing. You know, it's one of those... I go back to it. Obviously, when I said I'd shoot the guy, I'm joking um, because he's not fretting. But it's, it's just one of those things where I'd be like, you can generally get a good assessment yeah. of a situation. If the dude tells me to go back to sleep because he's uh, cooking himself breakfast, I just feel like <laughs> calling 911 probably isn't necessary.
2: Like, I feel like be a fly on the wall to hear that guy go, Shh, go back to bed. Right. <laughs> he's like
3: Santa Claus. He's obviously wasted on something.
0: Now... Okay. Oh, they, have, Dave, they have a picture of the incident on. There. Oh,
2: there you go. Oh, oh there, you go. there you go. Wait. Yeah.
0: So is that literally a picture? No, that's a it. stock image, obviously. Well, here's,
2: here's, here's. <laughs> okay, now, guys. Since Dave brought the fact of the guy cleaning, I wanted the cleaning guy and the cooking guy get to get together and have their own company. Right. Drunken cookers and cleaners, like they show up randomly at your house at four o'clock in the morning,
0: cook me breakfast and, and clean my, my house. I house might just start drunk. leaving my door open. Yeah. Like why I, not? Uh,
2: yeah. I, I just think it's these two should get together. Yeah. I think they can make a nice little profit. Where, where did your story come it's from? It's
3: Florida. But like, what city? I had no idea. That, they, Clearwater, cool
0: Pe- The the clean was in Pensacola.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Safety Harbor. Oh. But I'm telling you, these That's two out,
0: out of outside of Tampa Bay.
2: These two should get together, start their own company. Yeah. We're gonna be at we're gonna be drinking at this bar this night. Everybody in the neighborhood, leave your doors open. We'll exactly. come and cook and clean for you while we're drunk. Million dollar idea, right? I mean, lock up your valuables. Yeah. let them at have at it. Well, I mean, this guy, the guy the guy who was cooking was not going for valuables. He was trying to find food. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like, the dude literally is cooking food.
3: He's 19. He's, he can't possibly be that threatening.
2: I think the other thing, too is 19 years old. Mm. So, obviously, he was somewhere in the neighborhood drinking illegally, you know. In...
3: Or he was smoking on a pipe.
2: Could have been. Could have been. Well, he's a Marine, though. So...
3: I and by know. pipe, I mean, like, math.
2: Well, Matt. We well, thought he meant Not a cigar or anything. Yeah. But uh, I see a lot of crazy stories from it's Florida. Crack. But <laughs> Crack. <laughs> I see a lot of crazy stories from Florida. There's yeah, a ton yeah. of them. Florida's
3: a mess up state. It's crazy. It has nice beaches.
2: It does. And to, to just a quick thing, guys. I saw a little uh, news story about the places where people are moving to the most. Florida's got like the top, like five of the top ten cities to move to. And you know what I'm thinking? I'm like, uh, aren't the oceans rising? Supposedly, aren't there more hurricanes going on? Why would you want to live there? You know why? No state tax.
0: That's a big reason. No state tax. That's why. I mean, a lot of retirees obviously Mm move down there as well. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. And then they got this shit going on. Apparently. Crazy
0: people. Yeah. No taxes. Break-ins, burglaries, making you know, breakfast, breaking hurricanes, down. rising yeah, sea level. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you got to balance. It's yeah. a balancing act.
3: Again, I, I'd be one of those people. It's like, all right, you can do this if you're going to make cool. me something.
2: Yeah, exactly right.
3: And I'll just sit there and make sure he doesn't put anything in
2: my. Why brain. not? Why not? So those are my two funny. Hey, I mean, maybe I would
3: get my gun. <laughs> it pointed at him and just
2: put it on the table. Put yeah. it on the table. Yeah. yeah. To be like, hey, just gonna have this here just in case.
3: Like, I'm going to reach this before you do. Yeah. So yeah. cook the food, cook the get, food out. get out.
2: Yeah. There you go. Make me some eggs while you're at it. And just throw them at my way and then got it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about?
3: Uh, well, you know, I mean, if people listen to this before, uh, what time is the game? 6.30. 6.30. Yeah, before, uh, before the game time, uh, go lose.
2: Yeah, and if we get it up before game time, if you guys see us out there, uh, we'll be there. Um, I'm sure we'll see a lot of you listening to it at Dual Citizen. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time tomorrow night. Bring your uh, raincoats, guys. Oh, is mm. just get thunderstorms? Look at that. Night. Well, we're on the roof. I know, but still, get a walk there and get in. Oh, thunderstorms? Yeah. Um, unfortunately.
0: Uh, if we're lucky, we might avoid it, but there's yeah. certainly a chance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't want to get weather nourish on you, but there's a big bubble of hot air. They're getting snow in Montana today.
0: Yeah, the, I, like I
2: saw
3: some friends from Colorado, they had snow. Yeah, yeah,
2: nuts. That global warming, it's getting okay. crazy. That girl from Sweden was right. It's getting nuts around here. Um, you don't want to talk about that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I knew he'd say it. That's why I brought it up, that's why I brought it up, because he wouldn't say anything about it. Um, so you guys are good? Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, again, thanks to Prize for having us out here. Uh, they've been generous hosts once again,
3: and um, it again as always, this podcast is about supporting local breweries. It is, yeah. so get your asses out to Prize, Yeah. and have a beer or just grab a growler. take get a tasting, grab a growler, and enjoy the
0: lead. yeah, enjoy the patio or do some feather bowling. I mean, yeah, why not?
2: You know, do I, for- something. I forgot to do this last podcast because we uh, still have one sponsor.
0: Yeah, I noticed
3: that. You yeah. also forgot to mention.
2: Network yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah, Last podcast was a little crazy. Maybe
3: that's why they didn't share us.
2: <laughs> I want to say uh, thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf suppliers of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We're also part of the BGN Network. That is bgn.fm. We're also part of the Minnesota Podcast Network. That is podcastminn.com. You can find us on uh, Spot- Spotify, iTunes, uh, iTunes uh, Spreaker, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. And
0: give us a like on Twitter if you have to check. Twitter,
2: Facebook, like us there. Uh, go and like Prize on Twitter and Facebook as well. Write a review on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes if you or want just to. review We have ten reviews on iTunes, and are all five stars.
3: Yes, which is...
2: None of them for us, from Clearly us. Clearly
3: everyone was drinking.
2: Yeah, none of them, three of us did not put anything on right. iTunes. We did not. I'm telling you right now. Um, so once again guys thanks for listening this has been Tony Dave and David and uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks see